1: PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
0: Now stop beating your gums and sound the attack.
3: Alright, oh, hello, 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 and welcome everyone to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. In fact, this is episode 26, and what an episode lined up. Uh, a couple of other people, were well, not really a couple, just uh, one person, one cricket bat, uh, as seems to be the combination deal that regularly happens when we have James Bazley on the show. So welcome James, welcome hey, back, hi, another gentlemen. guest appearance. How How's it um, is there a microphone on there bass? go. Okay, just flick <laughs> it, mate. Yeah, just flick for us now. Have a crack oh, at geez. talking. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, Good very as well. well. Good That's to have you. Happen. That's better, Base. That's much better. That's potentially something we could have checked prior to you speaking and yeah, us recording, but that's right.
4: I think that happened last time he was on as well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Really learned from our mistakes, which is excellent. Uh, welcome, Haz. Welcome, Mitch, obviously, here as per usual. Hey, Lee, good Thank to be here. It's little. a bit bit tight on the table with the four of us trying to fit in together, but uh, it'll Great. do the job. And Haz, uh, obviously, fresh from training, or either that, or you just really like the new Brisbane Heat kit this that
4: year. <laughs> that's a bit tight, actually. I, I don't want to be showing it off for everyone who's watching because we we are recording tonight, but uh, yeah, came straight from training and didn't get a chance to uh, change. Unlike yourself, changing into the pink flamingo <laughs> shirt,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new shirt, pink flamingo. Um, oh, what, you, what are your thoughts there? Uh, we well, well, wouldn't be wearing it out in public anyway. <laughs> well, that's uh, this won't get shown to anyone, which is good news. <laughs> big fan, Lethal. Big fan. Thanks, Pat. Like renewable energy. Big fan. No, oh, yeah, uh, got him. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Outstanding. Um, yeah, no, real happy with it actually, boys. Great purchase. I think you're fine. Uh, what an episode lined up, really. I mean, there's a couple of uh, probably one of the stronger contributions from the people uh, actually this week, which will be fantastic to get through. Obviously, Mitch, it's pretty much D Day in terms of your supercoach team. It is, um, and I know you you will be badgering has to try and get some uh, some little tips on how that team should work, but no, he's no. obviously not allowed to give them to you, so yeah, no, not cancel that. I'm Very totally. tight lipped
1: <laughs> totally respect that, Has. So I've, um, I've come
3: up with my team very independently. Good news, obviously. Basically, uh, the condition of him coming on the episode was that the Dark Horse bat needed to be displayed, so that's front and center. How's the cap looking as well? Yeah, very strong, actually. Very strong Dark Horse cap as yeah. well. I didn't even notice the cap. That's well, what I sort of said. How's the cap looking? Yeah, sorry, I thought you meant the salary cap for the Roosters. <laughs> 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 looking pretty large then. <laughs> Just uh Obviously, oh, Australia winning another game at home. Uh, we will talk through that. We've got a little social sim bin for you Um, and anything else, probably a bit of golf base while you're on. That's something that you like. Uh, Mm -hmm. So great episode. Great episode, you have to say. Now, guys, uh, the first thing that we want to talk through is an email. We love our emails. We love communicating with people on our show. That is for sure. And this was one of the great emails. Let me just read it out word for word. It's well worth it. Uh, G'day, fellas. And this comes from Lane. Um, who I actually played a university game, so a bit of touch footy with, but he's also an elite rugby league player, uh, so someone that we'd love to communicate with a little bit more. Comes in, obviously, and, and probably says what a lot of people are thinking at the moment. With the festive season being upon us, it brings out the tape tennis ball, garbage bin stamps, and auto wiki in for all of us. Uh, question is, come Christmas Day, when Nana comes out and marks centre, should everything be bowled like Treble Chapel did? underarm or can you dig the first one in a touch shorter just to let everyone know that you mean business mm-hmm. we'd love to hear your thoughts possibly even a memorable backyard cricket yarn someone's got keep up the great work lads Lane. Awesome. Well, how good is uh,
4: Uni Games? I played a few
3: years of Uni, uni Games yeah, back in the I've day. That was did like, love Games. It was a lot of fun. Yeah.
4: Uh, anyway, back to the question. I guess uh, from my point of view, uh, my grandma Peggy actually claims that uh, it was her doing that I'm now a professional cricketer. As uh, yeah. according to her, she was in the backyard every afternoon throwing balls at me to hit. Because um, your mum was trying to get you to do Scottish dancing. <laughs> <laughs> <and she> yeah. <laughs> well, I chose cricket. Long throwing. Caper toss. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she takes a lot of credit there. Uh, with the underarm stuff or the, or the, the bounces, we actually played a lot of spin bowling only in backyard cricket. It was uh, yeah, just, just playing spin, nothing too rapid. Uh, but yeah, there was always that one neighbour's fence you didn't want to hit the ball over because there was a couple you knew well, were happy to jump the fence, but mm. there's always that one you're a bit bit shy about didn't really know them too well and you knew that if you, the ball
3: went over that fence, you weren't getting it back. Uh, that's very, very fair actually. Um, and me and Mitch, we've, we've played uh, plenty of backyard cricket, obviously, Mitch, haven't we? We've had some yeah. extreme blow-ups over, uh, over the years, yeah. mainly to do with... Which is questionable LBW decisions. I'd suggest <laughs> <laughs> LBW just caused massive mayhem. Yeah, um, terrible idea, including that in backyard
1: cricket. Yeah, correct. trying to out by ourselves.
3: No yeah. review system either, which hurts. Um, and basically, that's probably part of the reason that you're on tonight. Actually, is to uh, is to talk through some garage cricket and uh, oh, what sort of seedings exciting. you might have. We let people know last episode that uh, that you had sort of got out some rankings and you were happy to mm-hmm. talk them through. So we very much look forward to that. Uh, but Lane, thank you very much, Mitch. Any any backyard cricket stories that spring to mind in particular uh yeah
1: i did have a couple on on hazard's note about sort of the one neighbor that you you don't want to hit the fence oh. over <laughs> i remember distinctly remember i can't remember how it happened but we did we'd already hit a fair few pills into this neighbor's fence and just sort of climb, happily climbed over um t- to get them and then yeah, ended up in a massive blow up one day because i'd i'd sort of like ended up I don't know, with my hand against her fence and her dog got a good chunk of my hand <laughs> yeah, and the next time we went rogue. to get a ball, we just had this screaming match over the back. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> oh it was, yeah, that was not ideal. And then the other one, lethal. I don't know if you remember, but we we used to play on like a back patio with a roof and stuff, so it was all pretty closed in and I like, would just tee up as much as I possibly could mm. and I was about seven years younger than you, so it was not always effective. But I remember hitting one that just like bounced around every single wall possible about 19 times and somehow managed to land... In your <laughs> hand, that was just relaxed next to your side, so just landed my head directly was laying in. Yeah. next to my side, like just not even attempting to catch it, just landed in it. So that was a great special, mm. summed up my, my backyard career.
3: Well, it's funny you say that skin because obviously that was a sort of a famous fielding story about me in my younger years. And then yeah. obviously, has got to see me field on the weekend, didn't have to take the gloves in the T20 with James Pearson back. You are and a guru in the field for Redlands, yeah. Thank you, I thought that was going to take a lot more of an introduction Yeah, has to give me a compliment, but straight away. Nah, so
4: no, no, i okay. got to give you the credit. You took a catch off my bowling, so i mm. uh, got to no, thank yeah, you yeah, for
3: that okay. one. Yeah, I was fielding it long on and actually took it at long off. I slightly misjudged that a little bit and just <laughs> bailed myself out. And then
0: one off you as well, Baz, So Yeah, clinic. Uh, yeah. Put it on the ring, basically, where mid-off would be in regulation. <laughs> it came off the fence. <laughs>
3: Yeah, unfortunately,
0: uh, went on to lose that
3: game, but we um, probably won't get that into the podcast. We won't have time for that, so <laughs> it's a shame. But everyone knows I'm a gunfielder. <laughs> there um, are that many arguments in backyard cricket. Like, I think I've lost a few friendships over <laughs>
4: over that stuff. That's where you really need the DRS. You need a. Is that you what you keep knocking on our door,
3: Has? Uh, has. <laughs> 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 Just got rid of all your other friends. So yeah. I
4: don't play car cricket with you.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, oh, uh, fair. Uh, so you uh, won't uh, be in uh, the right. rankings either, will you, Has? Oh, dear. No, Mitch, I know that exact neighbour that you're actually talking about. She was an Incredibly scary lady that chick. Well, I really just been. wanted
1: to
3: play yeah. that sound effect, to be honest. Yeah. No, well, guys, there's, uh, there's also plenty more to talk about uh, through Instagram here, which is magnificent. Um, now, what can we start with here? Uh, obviously, Hazlitt, under an alias, is written in writing um, <laughs> <laughs> Hazlitt's too far. He wants that to be spoken about. He to got what? more than that. It right?
4: wasn't me. If it was me, I would have said Hazlitt's 3 and 2 and one for in the three games. That's but, true. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, very fair. So thanks for, uh, thanks
4: for giving me a bowl, Lee. I appreciate
3: that. It was good fun. No, you're welcome at any time I've always said that if you're happy to come and play then I'll always bowl you wait a second
1: oh, no. <laughs> 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 I've often said the direct opposite yeah okay no, I'll do bowling
3: that one next time bowling was very good has, very impressive um Carl Mickin, regular guest on the show. Uh, well, not guest really because he gets uh, scared when he speaks into a speaker even through a McDonald's drive-thru, so I don't think, he'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> don't think he'd be great on the podcast. But uh, certainly a regular listener. Uh, obviously questioning on the fact that Tom Banton on the weekend um, has a new teammate of yours uh, and he made 140, I believe. Is that right? No, he, he got, he got 120, 120, wasn't he? 120, 120, 120 or 40 41. Balls. And then lost the game. Unbelievable. Yeah, his <laughs> team lost. How do you lose after that? Because <laughs> Matt Renshaw came out and made 143 off 61 or
1: something like that. Yeah. 139 off 60, but thanks for trying. No worries, yeah. I, um, thought, I thought
3: I came
4: out of the game all right with a 68 on the weekend, but that was <laughs> less than half of Renner's score in a T20. So. Yeah. In yeah. your
1: defence, you weren't batting at Turnbull. Well, that uh, actually leads me to this point. Well, it's Carl
3: Minken's point. He says, Brisbane grade cricket ground or cricket ground for ants? <laughs> 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 this is his question. Has that? Have you got any uh, insight into that? I mean, similar boundaries I've heard to straight at the Gabba, though.
4: It is very small. and There's been some big scores there in the past. Uh, I think Rainer's got the uh, great cricket record of 300 and something earlier this year there as well. So he loves batting at his home ground at Turnbull. Uh, But, yeah, it's uh, a nice place to bat.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Very fair. Um, So, Carl, you're right. There's been some runs scored there. Probably any time that you scored 200, how many did they score batting first? Uh, It was, like, 213, I think. And he got chased down. 214, yeah. Chased down stiff. with a ball to spare. Excellent. So did it in a canter, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of time. Um, well, James Basley has written in, <laughs> despite the fact that he's on the episode, writing hit mo- mo- moon balls and run hard. But I can verify that Basley hit some of the highest <laughs> cricket balls I've ever seen in my life on Saturday, and has can testify to that as well. Oh, Not one out of the screws, boy. but holy mages, they went high. Oh, they went so high. Like, oh, you had some massive massive nice.
0: boys. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I was stoked to bat with you because you just hit bombs so I'd just get a single to get you on strike.
0: Yeah, well,
3: moon balls and run. Yeah. The second game, he hit some monstrosities, actually. They were very large. Uh, first game, he mainly just hit them high <laughs> rather than long.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> How was, did they not get caught? What, uh, they were moon balls. They
3: genuinely went out of sight. <laughs> honestly, they looked like a planet if you got them under the telescope. They were that high. And the poor they, landed, was,
1: they landed in the field.
3: Yeah, they didn't go for four. <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> of them landed next to the stumps. Yeah, the one ran through <laughs>
1: <laughs> we ran three
3: on that one. Yeah, right. Some of them weren't even dro- dropped because they like,
4: nah, spun and we drifted that far. were getting hands on them. Yeah. It
0: was unbelievable. spiral balls. Yeah. Okay. What I found amazing, the by the
3: way, just two hours. Yeah, that's right. He was hitting them that eye. We could run five. It was hard to get five anywhere else. What I found amazing is when I went out to the umpires meeting on the weekend, I don't know if you're aware of this this year. This is snuck through under the radar. Not much gets past you, usually has. But this did, except for that ball on the weekend that you tried to ramp <laughs> Definitely got past you. Oh, no. Um, but the umpire's told me that a no ball, like above waist high, full toss, which obviously we see a lot more of in 2020 cricket because people try and bowl Yorkers, uh, is now classified as being above the top of your pants, like the waistband of your pants. Mm. Um, but my sort of question was, what if your shirt's out or what if you're just low riding and you're M&M and you just wear your pants real low, <laughs> like Wu-Tang Clan? What happens that? I guess I've never really thought about how they classified it because
4: yeah. uh, there's no remark on your shirt saying this is where my waist is. No.
3: Well, uh, do we need to bring that in? Is that going to be in the next uniforms? Uh,
4: yeah, maybe. Let's we'll see how we go.
3: But, yeah, you, you bring up some valid points and uh, I guess
4: they, they, like any rules in any sport nowadays, they, they try and make something something to uh, be able to officiate it off. Mm. So, yeah,
3: very fair. Um, yeah, so I found that quite interesting. And then Bays obviously had one of those on the weekend where we were going – as hit your pants up, I oh, know that would have made it worse actually. Put oh, them down, lower. Get Show down us lower, your thigh
1: pads. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mate, exactly. you did go out to bat with your shirt untucked on Sunday. I thought it was for fun. that reason, yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> to try and stop that, yeah, right. Yeah, there you go, perfect. I thought you were just being sloppy,
3: but uh, um, boys up yeah. to the madness. Rory Smith is uh written in as per usual every single week. Welcome back to Australia, Rory. Uh, Joe Roots returned to form ahead of South Africa series, soon to be top five in the world again. Um, Oh, it's great, Rory.
1: It <laughs>
3: <laughs> Australian podcast once again, Rory. I feel like we've spoken to you about this before. <laughs> great to see that Joe Root uh, is still playing. Um, but actually, one person that we should speak about skin, he was mentioned in your skin stats segment last week. Marnus, mm-hmm. um, where's he climbed to? Two
1: fifth, I believe. So I think he has... So he's punted he Joe. Had, he has finally punted Joe. <laughs> Good night, nurse. Well, I say finally, it didn't take long. It was about three months ago he was
3: sitting at 95th or something. So. Mm. Absolutely. Um, And then uh, P. Fisher's written in who – this will be an entertaining one. Josh Dascom gets mentioned on the show a great deal uh, for some reason, but uh, apparently there's some good stories about him spraying the entire prospect team uh, while they were 5 for 110, chasing 415 (laughs) on the weekend, which – Josh Dascombe is the only person I know in the world that would be happy to do that. Uh, that's actually a good
4: story. Josh Daskin, um spraying me in a club cricket game a few years back. I think he was getting sprayed by most people on the team. I think Louis and uh, Alex Kemp maybe was there, Herf was there, and they were, they were riffing into him. But I decided, I don't don't spray that many people, but I decided I'd get into Josh. He sort of annoyed me every now and then on the cricket field. So I was, I was counting his little head nods. He'd walk out there and he'd sort of head nod. I think he was counting the fielders. I'm not sure, but I was, I was counting his head nods. I, that's 10, that's 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good counting there Josh and he turned to me and he goes I can take it from that guy I can take it from him but I can't take it from you <laughs> um, Pointing to you Yeah, yeah So I said he had no respect for me So there you go wow, um, okay. geez, He said sorry after the game I think But uh, <laughs> it's all
3: good Do you think? <laughs> well, how's you know, I can understand you being hated You did try to claim one That bounced three times On the weekend <laughs> <But> <laughs> yesterday that's For sure The best part was that Baze was that third man About 400 metres away <laughs> Yeah, that looked clean From here, boys <laughs> Lethal, lethal Look real good from here Look real good from here <laughs> Uh, Baze you were doing A stretch on the Picket fence yeah. I think. Baze missed the ball He wasn't even ready For it Poor old Hazard Got up and going Oh I'm not sure I'm not sure I was like has No no no
4: I think I just thought The effort was worth A, a wicket yeah, <laughs> the, the, awesome. diving, the diving The diving effort
3: Great diving forward What I love the most Is that like Because you got up Not completely convinced The umpires walk together And go No nah, no nah, not out Just like Like no one would have any idea. If you'd have got up, the bowlers and umpire walks to the square the umpire who's a further 50 metres away, which I never understand. So if, if he can't see, that, I'm not sure that the other person's going to be able to as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And I was standing at mid and can confirm neither of them had any idea or overheard their conversation it consisted of, well, I didn't see it. So <laughs> not out. <yet. laughs> that is brilliant. It's <laughs> hard to argue with, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, Dizzle.
3: Mum's has got the Christmas shirt on again for the second night in oh a row.
0: Unbelievable.
3: I used to hate Christmas and now she's just rocking Christmas shirts to work each night. She's H- the
0: reverse malachi
3: of the Grinch. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Skin, you'll be the only one left that hates Christmas then. I
1: yeah, know I will stay that way. <laughs> right, New
3: Grinch. Well, Skittle, let's get a little. Uh, let's get a little thing to uh, give people as a Christmas gift, potentially. Uh, what uh, have yes. you done? Now you spoke about this last week, actually, but just as a last chance uh, for people to get involved in Supercoach Mitch. What can they do? Uh,
1: they can find the link in our Instagram bio, which should ideally take you to a group, which mm. means we can have infinite people involved rather than just fourteen. So. So go on and, and make yourself a team. Yeah, Undoubtedly uh, better than mine, I'm sure. Well, because there were a lot of sad people, weren't there, Mitch? Yeah. In fact,
3: like obviously a lot of people were quite disappointed that they, um, <laughs> they missed out on that particular uh, league.
1: So that's why you've got the group up and about. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, thanks for the, that quality sound effect, Lethal. But um, yeah, no, you're right. A lot of people were really disappointed to miss out on being in the first 13 people to respond. So we've tried to find an alternative. So get involved.
4: Have you got? Have you got in your team, Mitch? Who'd you go for this year?
1: Well, has I'll read it out to you, mate. I let's have a look, shall we? I've got I've got the team up here. So it started with Chris Lynn, obviously. I thought that was pretty safe bet. Who's that? Mm. No no idea. (laughs) Uh,
4: He would have been pretty cheap. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Well, not (laughs) Not surprisingly, not the
1: most expensive player, but yeah, no, because he doesn't bowl. Yeah, true. Or field. Yeah, 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 (laughs) very fair. (laughs) <laughs> um, oh yeah. Firstly, I, I should should say we've got to consider the way the way the rounds work. I think Brisbane, Sydney Thunder, and the Sixers oh, is are all like the double game yeah, thing. Yeah, so someone has got to buy. Yeah. So they're all playing twice in round one. So I've gone tried to go heavy on those teams. So anyway, so Chris Lynn, James Vince from the Sixes. Um, I've picked up Tom Banton mm. um, just because he hit one hundred and twenty or forty. So I hope he might do that. Does he? Because I saw a wicket
3: cap for Winham on the weekend. Does he fit in the
1: wicket keepers are. Uh, yeah, like yeah, well, he, yeah, he's got a, little, got a little, got a wicketkeeper option there. I've, act, I've got him in my batting lineup, but yeah, if he ever takes the gloves, then that might be handy. Mm. Um, who else have I got here? Jilks from, from the Thunder. So Jack and Jilks. Yep, yep exactly. Uh, Basically,
3: thanks for that. Good microphone soundage over there.
1: And then spoke to Lethal about this one, decided that for the sake of the potty, I couldn't drop your has, so <laughs> you snuck on the field, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: oh, you're too kind. <laughs> it, <laughs> it would just be, be nice
1: one. to be able to like get around
3: him or if he cost you, blame him. Yeah, good point. It would be nice to have something to spray you about every now and then. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I needed the extra pressure anyway. I felt there wasn't yeah. enough pressure on me already.
3: So. <laughs> it's a pretty easy
1: environment to perform in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from shield cricket, which is probably a lot more spectators. <laughs> no, I'm backing your has. Then on the bench in my batting lineup, I've got... Uh, Sutherland and Green. Um, and then my wicket-keeper on the field is Felipe. Is any yeah, any Good player. Yeah. Really good young player. Good yeah, good. Had, a, had a good little season last year, I thought. So, um, And I've just gone Jake Doran on the bench, who I'm hoping will get a game, but you never know. I'll just sort of run it out of money at that stage. Snikes, you know? In me bowlers, I've got, got the Stoin and Darcy Short, who... Oh, I imagine Dusty that's Short, short or will do batting a batting, and batting, batting. <laughs> couple <laughs> of all-rounders. Yeah, yeah, I imagine he'll do a lot more batting, but he just sort of fit in there because I didn't have a lot of all-rounders at the top. But that's all right. Um, Tom Curran, Sam's and Benny Lockland. Mm. Good stuff. Nice team. Mm. Happy with that Haz?
4: Well, I can't say yes or no either way, yeah, but don't comment.
1: Do
3: sit on the fence for this one, Hazel. <laughs> that is for sure. Now nah, that sounds strong, Skinnell. Now who are you going to put the C on? Do
1: you know? Oh, uh, nope. Chris Lynn, surely he's going to get yeah, it. An yeah, it's probably got to be Lynn. Yeah. Or has. It's, <laughs> it's, tough, it's a tough one there, isn't, isn't It's <laughs> a <laughs> tough decision. Yeah. Put the C on Sam, it would be unbelievable. Uh, I've got to back him.
3: Um, well, that's very good, Skin. i are be happy with that. Baz, you on this t- no, you're in the same boat as us, so you can't super catch either.
2: Yeah, um, so, like
3: Skin, or we're all just living vicariously through <laughs> you, really, aren't Yeah, we? okay. Well, yeah, I'll try to provide the goods for you. Mm-hmm, yeah. See how we go. That'll be ideal. Excellent <laughs> news. Um, uh, guys, I had a little experience uh, Experience today. Have you ever. Is anyone up short? No? Nope. Okay. So <laughs> probably the wrong crowd. Um, that's a shame. But uh, I actually went to uh, Rory, Sort of Rory, who wrote in before, English Joe Roots, biggest fan, mm-hmm. uh, zinged me today. He's one of the greats. Uh, we're playing this game, which is called The Voting Game. A so really creative name for a game. Mm. Uh, but basically, you just pull out a whole heap of cards uh, and you point at the person that's most likely. It's so hard to be like, you know, person most likely to go to jail. And it's like three, two, one, bang, everyone points at Hazlitt, obviously. Okay, um, like yeah, cool. That's just an example. Sorry, Hazlitt. And and obviously, one of these ones, so it's me, Rory, and three girls, and, uh, and we, <laughs> one of them was. Um, who is the most likely to have a statue built in tribute, right? And it was three, two, one, bang, everyone pointed to Lethal. I was like, you beauty up and about. Like, that's great for the glass half full. I'm real happy with life here. You even pointed it yourself, did you? Um, yeah, probably actually. I yeah. couldn't think of who to point to. <laughs> so it wasn't going to be Rory because he would just dedicate his statue to Joe Root. Uh, so yeah. we couldn't pick him. Yeah, um, and he's so, so humble, so humble. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And then, obviously, uh, when Rory explained why, he was like a yeah, king of Redlands tigers, so we said they'll build a statue down there and uh, probably save a lot more money on materials building one of Lee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that killed there me. Yeah, and then that linked to my next problem, which was actually trying to buy a pair of jeans. skin. That was the one thing I went to um, Harbour Town today to get came back with a flamingo shirt. Um, but the jeans is a massive issue because it fits around the waist and then has... Fifteen thousand rolls at the bottom of the leg, like it's built for men on stilts or something. It's horrific.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. I, I don't, I'm not sure why, because I'm not four and a half foot tall, but I actually have a similar issue and have found the solution, lethal. There are people that can alter your pants for you. You just take them up. Mm. Well, that would be nice to know.
4: <laughs> I think you find a lot of cricket players uh, running around with like just ragged cut. Cricket pants, because uh, all the cricket pants we get given at the start of the season are way too long, just in case Billy Stanlake or someone tall like that picks them up and needs to use them. So they're always far too long for me, even though I'm not the shortest guy.
3: Yeah, I'm well, sorry to hear that, has, but also I can't help
1: you in the but jeans scenario if you ever need to wear them as well. <laughs> as I know, it, I know it wouldn't fit into your budget, but surely you can just take them in to get get taken up. You wouldn't be running around in cut pants,
4: well, you can, but we pretty much all just cut them. Um, okay. yeah, Probably just, so. Just quick and easy. Just get the physio, physio scissors. the primary out there. school
2: arts and craft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're
4: not the neatest, but sometimes my grandma does uh, does do the job. Bev's uh, very yes. very kind. She no, does her stitching. Just and a different knitting grandma well. to the one that made you a okay. professional cricketer? Yes, yes, the other, other grandma. So uh, she's very, very they're both crafty with of those strengths things. there, aren't they? Yeah,
3: one ball and spin, one cut and pant. <laughs> like it a lot. Fantastic, all right? Has lead us through a little cricket wrap here. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, Australia beat New Zealand in the first test by two hundred and ninety-six runs. That was the day-night pink ball game in Perth. Uh, There's not not much other cricket being going on lately since our last episode, other than that one. But highlights of that game was minus getting one hundred and forty-three in the first innings, third century in a row. I believe it was. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't able to get his fourth in the second innings, out for 50. Uh, but Ross Taylor, pick of the New Zealand batters with his 80 in the first dig. Uh, and with the ball in hand, Mitchell Stark and Tim Southey both picking up nine wickets for the match, which is a really good effort and getting the ball to swing around corners with the, with the pink ball there. Um, Manus and Stark both moving up to fifth place on the ICC test rankings for batting and bowling, respectively.
3: Heck. Very handy,
1: yeah. Not a bad effort. No, not a bad effort at all. Um, a, sorry, Mitchell. I was just going to also note that Manu only fell the seven runs short of being the first bloke ever to hit 153 times in a row, which mm. would have been nice, but oh, unlucky. Yeah, that's serious batting. <laughs> that was good. That was quite
4: quite a convincing win for Australia over New Zealand. And new Zealand a pretty good pretty good test side. They've been going well lately, and uh, I guess everyone was saying that we might struggle after, even though we beat Pakistan. New Zealand to be a new a new uh, harder task, but uh, are yeah, we were able
3: to win pretty easily there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Marvis is uh, going to feature in, in another, uh, segment later the old social simbin obviously he won't be in the social simbin but he's uh, he's spoken about a little bit in the uh, social simbin but one thing I found quite interesting Baz, and I was speaking to you about this and me and Mitch were listening when this was spoken about but uh, Kerry O'Keefe provided one of the strangest stories ever the other night where he said that the reason that Marnus is very good is because his eyes are really close together on his head did you read about this Haz?
4: I <laughs> oh, did apparently Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer have the same <laughs> uh, genes dimensions. in that regard I'm not sure yeah, they're they're the
3: So, um, Skin, there is is certainly a couple of people that wanted to hear about this. Lachlan Riley actually wrote in saying that he wants to know uh, your thoughts on this because you're obviously a science freak and he'd love to hear some exact dimensions in terms of space between eyes of <laughs> the best athletes in the world if you could get a hold of that sort of stuff for us
1: okay right I'll have a look into it I've got to admit I sort of just just laughed it off when I heard heard keep babbling on again um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah no I'm sure I'm I know he was referring to an actual like piece of research I'm mm. sure there's something out there that I can find but so yeah. you're
4: saying we should all have plastic surgery and get our eyes moved closer together and well, uh,
3: help us see the ball I don't know there's, I don't know if there's research out there for results from plastics <laughs> that exact procedure done um but your eyes are pretty narrow are they i don't know i just look at everyone's yeah. pretty regular to be honest maybe in yeah, relation to right. the
4: size of his head you got a pretty big pretty big head there i guess yeah, big melon.
3: Yeah. there you go mm. interesting, interesting. Tell. we'll so look out next episode and find out what we are where we all sit there you go
1: maybe that can be the skin stats episode
3: but surely if your nose is the bigger
1: then your eyes are going to be further apart aren't they yeah, so maybe there's so. A, maybe there's a correlation between a small nose and professional <laughs> athletes yeah, so if you've got a big nose, <laughs> you're
3: a So if you've
1: got a, you a huge ski jump nose, you've got to give up the game straight away. Bill
3: Laurie seemed to do pretty well, yeah, did right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, A couple of injuries out of that Josh game Butler. too.
0: Yeah, yeah. huge snork. Massive snork.
4: <laughs> Lockie Ferguson going down early for New Zealand and Josh Hazelwood for Australia. Lockie Ferguson, the bowler. Bowls nice and quick. Test debut. Mm. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately it didn't last too long.
3: Thoughts on an injury substitute, boys? Is that, you know, we obviously have a concussion substitute and there was a bit of chat during the game about how it's ruined the spectacle and makes it so that the bowlers bowl slower and it's harder and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they w- they're they wondering whether a injury substitute should be able to be utilised. What are your thoughts on that?
4: I'm against it. Mm. Yeah,
3: I thought you might yeah, be. Yeah. Not no going to sit on the fence in this no one. <laughs> well,
4: no, yeah. There. yeah, it was that. Was, so. <laughs> no, I just think it's it's unlucky. You pick guys who are fit and ready to go. You don't want to pick someone who's like maybe maybe right, maybe not. Um, if if you do, then that's the risk you take. If they get injured, they miss out. I guess there could be ways to uh, get around the rule and and. Say someone's injured when they're just tired, or you just want someone fresh to come into the game. But no, I think it's it's test cricket, play it hard. If, if someone gets injured, then you've got to find a way to get through it. That's why you've got a few extra bowlers, and, and it's good to have that depth. Of the few all rounders,
3: mm. yeah, okay, fair very enough. fair, very fair. That's what I'd say. I, I mean, it's called test match cricket. We go back to that one a few, but I, I quite like the fact that. I mean, obviously sad for those two bowlers to get injured, but I like the fact that we got to see probably more of Marus and Travis Head bowling and having to actually think about when their big quicks that were left had to come back and bowl and were fresh and yeah. sort of brought like a little bit of a different element to the game. I think obviously you don't like seeing people get injured, but it's definitely part and parcel. It has been for years and years, and I don't think we always need to find ways to change the fabric of the game. Mm.
4: And who do we pick now that uh, Josh Hazelwood's out for the next test?
3: I think that Pattinson will play. Well, that would be my selection due to the fact that the MCG will probably go back to being a flat stinker of a wicket because obviously the time that they tried to do something with it, it turned into a nightmare. Uh, And therefore, I feel like if they pick Peter Sidre or um, even like Nessa to an extent that they're just going to struggle with being able to go big body line bumper plans, which seem to be already quite a big part of the series. So that's where I think that they'll go and probably the way that I would go as well is just for that raw pace and obviously Pattinson can swing it and get it to go reverse as well. Yep, I'd be happy yeah. with that. agree.
4: Yeah, we did see Pattinson play over in the Ashes and so it looks like he'd probably be the next choice even though Nessa's been bowling well and he's been around the squad. Do I think it would be harsh on those two if they picked Siddle after him not being in the squad for the first yeah, couple I read of games? Something
3: about Siddle today coming into the squad and was I think just obviously he's still part of our sound effect and maybe that gets him a game, hard to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw something on the on social media, something was
4: reported that the Aussies were looking at maybe dropping a batter like Travis Head and picking Nessa and Pattinson. Um, going for the extra bowling option maybe on a on a flight M C G wicket it,
3: and fight an extra bowler, yeah.
4: And uh, and then having that Nessa is a bit of a batting option as well because he can hit the ball okay.
3: I just feel like that starts to look really arrogant. Yeah, <laughs> as well. Yeah,
4: <laughs> and New Zealand might get Trent Bolt back. Maybe I'm not sure what, where he's coming back from injury, but mm. pretty good bowler to have, and and you know you might want to keep the batter strong.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: he what about the garage cricket rankings? Well, 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 don't we have some news about the garage cricket rankings, Lethal? <laughs> Buckle up, strap yourself in. I mean, where's the tape, has? Where's the tape? Strap it in. All right. um, yeah, Lethal. So obviously we a bit of a discussion point lately, wasn't it? Given that Marnas has quickly gone up the world real cricket, some ways say batting rankings, we thought, well, yeah. let's actually have a think about the the realer cricket <laughs> cricket rankings more
1: important the, the realer <laughs> perfect uh, sorry
0: that's a I meant. some of the best literacy yeah <laughs> well, you wrote an assignment you had a long down the tools today massive you? down the tools so yeah. look uh, there was a bit of a championships uh, f- last Friday last Friday night um, I wasn't actually playing, I think you were playing, I did play, you were playing, I so i sure so you can enlighten, uh, the yeah, listeners about that kind of test unfortunately, match. Unfortunately, the four ducks in a row, yeah, the, the Audi, Audi rings, big Audi quattro that got a, got a mention last week. Yeah, so obviously Marnus has come back as per usual. The ball's too bad at Friendly, so he do sit ups <laughs> in some way, I'm sure. Yeah, correct. He rolled the mat crazy out, found ball, the mat. Found the mat, ridiculous the ball with cable mat. ties
3: wrapped around. Oh, it was nuts. a loose ball. Unbelievable. unbelievable. So the highest team total for the first five innings was four. <laughs> yeah,
1: unbelievable. Just does quick rotations. Know, does anyone know the actual... Purpose of that mat because he just bought it at Bunnings, but so it's not meant to be a cricket pitch. Uh, it spins. It spin. it was for cricket. It was for his cricket training. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm sure, spin. sure Bunnings didn't make it for cricket. Like, what? What is it? Oh, it's just your genuine, like, <laughs> doormat, <laughs> so mat, a door. doormat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't gardening know. mat. It's probably like a like solar panel no
3: or <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dude, that's certainly actually yeah, a very yeah. good question, Skin. I'll try and find no out ideas. for you. Yeah, no sure. clue. Definitely yeah. Probably been marketed it. as a cricket mat now. They definitely didn't us. pick it up at yeah. Greg chapel <laughs> <Yeah>. Cricket <laughs> center, <laughs> I do tell you. me not. No. Um, yep, so what have we, uh, what have we got, Bazel?
0: Uh Well, we thought, so I um, did a bit of research. I asked Marnus and Rory, because apparently Marnus and Rory, after that test match on Friday night, I had a bit of a chat about the rankings. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure you were, you were there for that either. But uh, the news from Rory was that they split us up. Uh, the most regular garage cricket, cricket players, which is Marnus, myself, Lethal, Rory, Matt Gillam and Matt Phillips, P-Unit, uh, the regulars in garage cricket, and they were all split up into three categories of batting, bowling, and keeping and ranked from one to six. Uh, so batting went minus one, base two, Lee three, Rory four, Gillam five, P-Unit six. Bowling was <laughs> P-Unit one. After his performance on this Friday night. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Cable tie balls. <laughs> yeah, new grenades. Unbelievable. <laughs> Could not hit one. Um, P in at one, minus two. Baisley, three. Gillum, four. Rory, five. Lethal. Last. Last with his... Which is, yeah, probably very stiff given the ambidextrous both yeah, hands. Is that, Matt yeah. Gillum?
3: <laughs> he bowls Nathan Lyons on a seeming wicket. He bowls, yeah, he bowls ropey, fast office <laughs> that
0: don't <laughs> hit the mat. He's trying to use the slippery garage <laughs> instead of hitting the mat. Like um, anyway, lethal keeping, obviously, you head up the ranks, mate. Number one for sure. Marnus puts himself at two because he's yeah. got to put himself at two. <laughs> he's never going out um, the top two. Rory at three, very fair. Bay's at four Stiff oh. for mine I would
3: have had it at two really? Very good keeper oh, <laughs> Just so oh, much surface area I would probably take
0: four Nah So much surface area Stick out the arm And it just plucks it Get the, the body balls. on Gillum Five MP unit is definite six He really When you're batting in P units Keeping You know your score's going up <laughs> <laughs> Do not have to hit the ball Yeah Just to explain that
3: Obviously yeah. Hazzy You might not understand But anything that beats the keeper And hits like the back garage That's two Bites so the keeper actually becomes quite important, quite integral in the game, um, which is why the keepers are rated quite highly. Mm. Um, and P-Unit is he, uh, genuinely yeah, like... Yeah, he's yeah. a reverse electric wiki. <laughs> now the electric wiki stops everything. Yeah, he stops he gets, nothing. He gets the symbols out. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine symbols. <Yeah>. He, honestly, <laughs> we started calling him the vet because he just puts everything down. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, who has got
4: himself high there in, in all the areas. The ultimate all rounder yeah, oh no, in, in uh, yeah,
1: Galashiels yeah, cricket. Absolutely. Going yeah, to doubt. And what about the fact that the three blokes organising these this this all play? Surely there is a fair bit of bias there. It's like reeks of George Bailey selecting. There's well, surely really, all yeah, all yeah. <laughs> I, don't
0: know. I mean, as I said, this is. Uh, I've got this news from from Rory. I mean, probably they're probably pretty pretty close to being right bar probably lethal with the ball a little bit underrated but obviously mainly he's doing his work behind the stumps while the people are bowling so um, I guess he will have to come in the next test match you'll probably run in left-handed bowl some Mitchell Johnsons and yeah. flamingo shirt <laughs> oh, course, absolute ruckus I'll be on fire in the next one that's for sure um, but yeah a bit of fun obviously garage cricket is a very yeah a very fun hobby that's taken quite serious. Around the Redlands traps with Manu, but absolutely it is. I like to think that, yeah, we've helped him. We might get another Gallop before Boxing Day, wouldn't we? Yeah, massive chance. Okay, perfect. Manus actually considers it a training session, doesn't he? Yeah, (laughs) he does. (laughs) It's the
3: reason he can play on seeming wickets. He's got to face Matt. P-unit With that ridiculous uh, ball The cable type P-unit Haz would not recommend Honestly <laughs> <laughs> Particularly before You're going out To play Twenty Twenty. Probably not the ideal Preparation for when He hit the ball In the middle of the bat
0: Haz that would be handy has it has got a debut Debut soon A bit of left bit. arm over has been pretty
1: handy yeah, Mitchell Starks yeah, he's mm. Made a couple of Little appearances Every now and then I'd be
3: worried
0: about Haz's bowling I've never seen His seam ups
1: Seam ups would be Yeah they would be challenging I reckon
0: True no, and Haz we get in then It'd be great if he was On your type because he literally hit the cable ties off the ball yeah that's <laughs> right. I mean, it's a flatty boys <laughs> that's exactly
3: right um and also Baz, while we've got you uh we might just run to. i mean this is not something that usually be excelling but uh, a little bit golf over the week oh, and yeah. um, the president's cup wrap so has do you want to i mean you are not a great golfer but definitely not i did hear a bit of news
4: because yeah. um, a lot of the cricketers in our squad and, and the coaches love their golf and play a fair bit um, but I've, I've had a look to see the results down at the president's cup and tiger woods's team usa narrowly defeated ernie else's international team 16-14 at royal melbourne down there uh, it was the internationals eighth straight defeat in the event uh, so not going too well of late and uh, they went into the final day with a 10-8 lead but but threw it away so Baz, uh yeah. what, what do you think you'd love your golf foot
0: yeah not a whole lot to add there obviously it was quite cool having the the President's Cup in Australia. How often does that happen, Baz? Do we have it in Australia? No, 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 very rarely. I mean, the team, it's USA versus international. So the international team's made up of like all countries bar Europe. Oh, true. Which is probably oh. controversial, Was international. But the USA play oh. Europe every two years in the Ryder Cup.
3: Oh, so that's separate. Okay. Yeah, so
0: it's separate. USA v Europe's the Ryder Cup. USA v International is the. President's Cup, but obviously to have it in Melbourne was quite special. Um, a lot of, I don't know, we know a few players that mm. flew oh, down. All, that, and yeah. all the mates flew it. down, just mainly because Tiger Woods was there. Captain player. Um, yeah, obviously international started well. We had three Aussies playing, which was cool. Um, Mark Leishman, Cameron Smith, and Adam Scott. So they were all playing, uh, and we had the supporters out. As you I spoke about last week, I think, with the Patrick Reed, You might have spoken about the Patrick <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it would have been the Patrick Reed cheating in the bunker kind of housed and Birkdale setup up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we did mention, we did mention that. that. Yeah, I heard he got copped a little bit of that yeah, from the spectators. So the fanatics that were players. out and giving it to him. Kind of, Patrick, you got your shovel and spade? <laughs> <laughs> On an option. And I was going to ask you about this, Baz,
3: because uh, I saw an interview with Tiger Woods sort of post-tournament post like tournament, and he was uh, blowing up about how the Australian crowd sort of was borderline disrespectful uh, which is not obviously seen in golf all the time. Probably it's, it's <laughs> got to be quiet. Where you got yeah. ca- well to <laughs> be quiet, <you> he <laughs> reckons. But then Ernie Els like just jumped in and said, uh, "Tiger, I'm just going to stop you there because we've played in America before and the crowds have been far worse than
0: that to us. So obviously something something that they disagreed on. Yeah, well I think these team like golf team events are very different because the crowds can actually really get involved. Um, so it makes golf a bit more of an entertaining kind of spectacle spectacle for the the onlookers, but I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we gave it to Patrick Reed, but I mean, he did himself no favors with what he did in the bunker two weeks yeah. earlier. Yeah, that's right. Uh, his caddy then went on to push one of the fans this week um, yeah. after he had a gutful. So then he got <laughs> suspended for the last day, which means Patrick Reed had to get a new caddy for the last day. So it was all happening in his camp. But oh, it's, I think it's awesome, awesome spectacle. Um, so yeah, Internationals couldn't win, but um, yeah, close contests and. Good to have it in Melbourne.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Very
0: cool. This one's good Um nice. So
3: yeah, base you uh, you know obviously that on this uh, particular podcast we do love our songs, oh um, yeah. love our singer songwriting. Has that well two of us do? Um, Mitch <laughs> probably not as big of a fan. Yeah, no, the opposite um, end of the spectrum. But has uh, base we've actually had a couple of requests here um, coming in from a few people. Uh, that we showcase the song that I first probably wrote when I when I first met you, the basilie song. Who's requested that? Yeah, Stefan Muller slash Muller, Muller. <laughs> was uh, the, uh, the great man. Was the uh, was the one that uh, was requesting it the most, um, but also probably a male Labouche guy as well. Uh, so there's standard. been has been a few out there that have uh, definitely wanted to hear it. Um, so the people what they want, you got to give the people what they want exactly. And it's yeah, a real flash, you Emily know, Eagle. flashback. There's a few things that obviously aren't relevant anymore. The song talks about the fact that you used to work at A Mart. It also oh, just that was tells great days, yeah. New Balance six used to two work fours, AMart, so I yeah, to I did. AMart. AMart and Rebel. Um, so this was when I first met Baze. At well, I think it was seventh. Oh, he would have been like eighteen um, when I first met him. Obviously, so this was the song that I uh, that I wrote about him. Uh, and Baze, we might just have to give a bit of context. A couple of the things sure. are just blatant lies. Like it talks about you loving art which I don't think is true. <laughs>
1: it <laughs> not,
3: not, not it just yeah. rhymed, to be honest. Uh, but the, the, the second verse essentially just went on to tell a story, Baz, about your relationship with Matt Petrie
1: or ah, lack of please. relationship yeah, with that's Matt Petrie.
0: <laughs> so do you want to just explain that yeah, story for, for us? Sure. I'll try and explain it without ruining the song, I guess. But, um, yeah, obviously meeting Lee and Lee playing at Valleys at the time, uh, raved about See Matt Petrie, this awesome bowler who – bowls booming out swingers from one end all day ridiculous um and it's cool oh yeah he's awesome bloke blah blah blah. so i think it's my first or second year in first grade and we're playing valleys and um i'm batting at the time yeah pizza's bowled yeah booming out swingers from one end i've managed to miss miss them for about four hours five hours straight (laughs) so i'm still at the crease perfect and it was about tea time or just after tea and pizza's Where's Pete's? Like he's, he's he's not here. And next minute, like their coach Schumacher, he's got the whites on. <laughs> ben, Shue. ben Shuey, and what a man he is, but he's he's got the whites on at mid off. And, and like, oh, Pete's is injured or something? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what's going on. No, uh, Pete's just no. He's just had enough. He's done. And Pete's has gone off the field and he's gone over a shower and got in his board shorts and singlet and and he's sitting up at Scorch Park Hill. Just, <laughs> doing nothing after after 10 what's this guy doing like I've heard all these things about this guy how good he is and he's just in his board shorts like like their coach is fielding and he's not even injured (laughs) ah fair enough I guess that's what that's what you do when you've you know that good yep yeah right anyway so whatever anyway I'll chat to him after the game and then yeah, we finished off uh, the game, and then we're going to shake hands. And oh, surely Pete's will come over, and I can see this amazing man in head head to head in person. And he hasn't even come over to shake hands. No, Baz was waiting to get some him. tips on how to bowl out and he yeah, didn't even come wanting, shake his. How's, <laughs> head? how's your grip? Oh, That's in a in wonderful place. handshake. How do you hold the ball? <laughs> <laughs> like had all line. these questions <laughs> lined up, the big fellow no, did yeah, not get yeah, a chance. Like Gone full like yeah. Uh, All these what questions you, line up, wanted to play there. But anyway, like, yeah, he's, he's in his boardies and yeah, he's disappeared down the beach pretty quick and <laughs> yeah, right. hands, yeah, so I guess. What do you put it down like, to? Did
1: you, did, they, did you win the game? What do you have had something to be salty about? Or I actually I don't remember the result. No, this
0: was years or, ago. This was seven but, years ago. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I don't remember him being salty about anything. I'll tell you one
3: person who was salty and that was Baz.
0: (laughs) And I was was, was, was real salty.
3: (laughs) And that is why the second verse of this song uh, (laughs) would not have made sense without that story, but hopefully it does now. Um, Now, Skin, I thought that I was going to do something different here. This is a podcast first. We've actually never had it. Uh, All these songs we've obviously done recorded, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's no secret. Well, actually, it probably is a secret that I also dabble in playing the guitar uh, so all I'm actually right. going to do A little live performance here And we'll see how that sounds And if it sucks Then we'll delete it Incredible Okay, mm, That's right you. Uh, So this is how that goes Oh it has So um, This is the acoustic version Of the song Bazley We see a parody Of uh, Justin Bieber's Baby um, Can you put your mic over here So my uh, So the Guitar can pick it up <laughs> Alright Here we go
0: Let's have a look mm-hmm.
2: I know you love thee I know you care you're good at cricket and you have great hair you're like a dove you're good at art and you sell shoes cause you're working at A. You're a titan, obeys your slaying. We're best friends, cause you love crocheting haven't met your mother, but I bet you're her main prize You're so tall and you are looking sublime And I was like Baisley, 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 who Like Baisley, 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 who Like Baisley, 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 ooh I'm singing this song all the time Oh hello Petrie, oh what's your plan? Get over here, mate, come shake my hand. I know you've played a few, but go put on your shoes. Yeah, you've been steaming it, but go field in the ring. I'm hitting sixes, come and bowl to me. A second dig at your Park where it is not so green. It's the 13th round, 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 round. And I can't believe you're on the hill and not the ground. And I'm like Baisley, 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 ooh, like Baisley. Baisley, 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 ooh, ooh, like Baisley, 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 ooh. I'm singing this song all
1: the time, time.
3: That, uh, the last line didn't really fit there, to be honest, but that's no. okay, made it work. <laughs> um, I should just clarify, boys, also, that obviously that was seven years ago. We do both love Pete. Uh, and uh, Baz, he actually played his he made, he played second grade again the other day. He's been yeah. retired for about <laughs> eight years. Came back and played second grade It took
0: four for 12 off 14 overs or something. So can definitely play the game. Yeah, unbelievable. And I did get to ask him a little bit about his outswingers eventually in <laughs> a few games down the track. So, yeah, good man, great man. As he got older. But uh, for the purpose of the song, obviously, at the time, that it, uh, yeah.
3: it fit quite well. That was a blast from the past there, boys. Absolutely. Yeah. Great songs.
0: Sure. Very good song. Well done,
3: lethal. Live performance. What uh, unlethal? Live performance. And, uh, Baze, obviously, well done to you as well. Um, you will probably be leaving us now, won't you? Because it's probably around that bedtime. So, Dark yeah, Horse is yeah, getting probably. the nod. Uh, <laughs> very fair, boys. Thanks, Thanks for, thank for having me. Much. No no worries. Thanks to you and the sponsor, mate. Yeah, no worries. Deals, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Get your Christmas bundles. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, mate. Uh, thank you very much, Baz. Enjoy yeah. the sleep, mate. See you, boys. Cheers, Baz. See you later. See you, mate. <laughs> Uh, and boys, we are going to move into a uh, social synonym, if that's all right with everyone. Uh, guys, the, uh, as I said, Social Symbian, both connected to Manus um, And uh, Baze, you and Has, well, Baze is gone now, but uh, <laughs> Baze was watching it. Has, I've spoken to you about it. Mitch, you were watching it as well. Uh, we spoke about sort of Kerry O'Keefe and some of the comments that he likes to make. Now, I need to clarify, Kerry O'Keefe is potentially one of the most hilarious people on the TV. Uh, there's no question there. But in terms of when he actually tries to commentate cricket, he says some of the roguest stuff. <laughs> and This is an example of that. So, obviously, on the same night, that he talked about Marnus's eyes being very close to his head. Uh, He also went on to say this, uh, Marnus is so good as a number three because he's got such a low backlift and every single number three (laughs) over the past has had a really, really low backlift, also the successful ones. Now, if you have a look at where Marnus picks the bat up to when he starts, it is one of the higher backlifts that I've seen (laughs) in my entire life. And then... Uh, not only that, but you don't have to really think too back too far to one of those other reasonably good cricket players named R. Ponting who mm. tended to pick the bat up to his right shoulder and above his head before yeah. then pulling or cover driving as well. So yeah. I'm not sure that that's a completely correct statement.
1: Nah. Yeah, no, Ponting was a fairly handy cricketer. And and obviously having sort of batted with Manu a little bit, he obviously coached me, although... Not wildly successfully thus far, but he's always put massive emphasis on getting the bat right up to the to the right shoulder and stuff. So it's, I don't think it's something that he really thinks about having a low back lift. Has
4: yeah, there is chat out there in because of the coaching circles that it's good to unweight the bat at the time of release, sort of like drop the bat down low um, before then lifting it back up in the backswing to to come through and uh, get some sort of. Rhythm through the shot, um, and flow in your shot, but uh, yeah, he certainly keeps his bat up pretty high through the whole the whole movement. Minus, so it's an interesting comment from <laughs> Kerry. So fair call to put him in the social sin bin, I reckon.
3: Yeah, I would have thought so um, as good. well. Um, and then the other one, guys, that I uh, I wanted to have a chat to you about was also minus related, um, and it was to do with. Did you see this? article from the Australian today did you see the article I did read that article about Manus. yeah <laughs> yeah so um, obviously like great article like for the majority of it like for 95% of it it looked like it absolutely the guy adored Marnus Andrew Faulkner so James Faulkner's brother or dad potentially um <laughs> Potentially yeah. not also. <laughs> Just, Probably not. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> completely feasible that it's also no relation. Um, but he seemed really impressed with Mana, saying that, you know, great, he's got his faith and it's a great thing and talks about the eagle and his bat and uh, all of those things. Um, wasn't particularly well-researched. He said his wife-to-be... Rebecca and they got married three years ago. So I
4: think he meant at the time.
3: Maybe it was uh, yeah, maybe to be at the time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe. I in the social eh? Well, I wasn't the <laughs> only person that interpreted it that way, but we can go and check that at some stage. Absolutely. As I'm happy to stand corrected. Uh, one part that I did probably disagree with, though, um, is this particular part here. Um, he just randomly finishes with this paragraph after singing his praises for the whole time. He was the first man. Now well, he sort of starts here, like the last thing Australia need. Their reputation still recovering from Sandpaper Gate is the next generation copying Garkney's bad habits, and he has his bad habits. He was the first man found guilty of the fake fielding rule. He often lingers at the crease after being dismissed, seemingly unable to believe he's out. Conversely, in the field, he appeals like everything's out. Fix those faults and lavish Garkney can be a force for good on the long road of healing post-Cape Town. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, if they're the, the only faults you can find, if you call them <laughs> that bad as to be faults, then uh, then you're picking at straws. And But it but is good to see that someone else is noticing because they're the things that we probably do spray minus about <laughs> yeah, with yeah, <laughs> within the Bulls group. Um, but, yeah, they're not that bad of a thing. i just feel th- like,
3: if you can, like... I mean, that's genuinely nitpicking to find something wrong with someone like the fake fielding one, for example, very stiff to call that a habit. He got done once for it in the first game after the rule had been changed. (laughs) He was the first person. Uh, So it was more just actually the fact that he forgot that he wasn't allowed to do it. I mean, it it used to be smart. It used to be like, Oh, he fake fielding. that's awesome. Like, what a yeah. great tactic, confusing, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I <laughs> don't think it's really great to say, oh, that's a bad habit he needs to get out of his game. Um, and then, like, even with, like, the lingering at the crease, like, he's disappointed that he's out. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure that that's a huge fault. But yeah, no. And honestly, if, it,
1: if he lingered too long, like, he can't believe it, then he'd be getting fined for descent every week, which is... Not he goes
4: close to a fair bit, to be honest, but... Does it? Yeah, there's a few times he's been close, and, and he has to use the argument. Oh, I was just disappointed with myself. I wasn't, you know, unhappy with the decision. Oh yeah. Well,
3: that's a
1: fair argument though. Well, it's not about I've argument. Got, like, I've if you get bold, because you can't yeah. be disappointed with that decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but even like like I've got I've just got the slowest walk off the field as well. When I when I get out, I just I hate leaving. I just want to keep batting. It takes me about five minutes to get field. It's probably not a great habit, but uh-huh. I don't think Manu's. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's anything too sour.
3: Nah, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, has you have a little story for us actually about uh, your week last week leading into BBL. Um, and this is obviously a topic that we brought up on the podcast before, about the invasive tactics of uh, some of these drug test stories. So can you give us your version there?
4: Yeah, I got drug tested the other day by ASADA, um, quite a rigorous a routine there they did.
3: I, I, I'm pleased that you got drug tested by the actual place that's meant to drug test. you not just like some random person <laughs> knocking on your door.
4: Well, yeah, WADA can come and do it or Cricket Australia can do their own, their can own, they, own sort they of can test. Do it internally as well. Yeah, well, I've had a few hair tests in the past, uh, which I think are for, for more like illicit drugs um, instead of performance-enhancing drugs. But this one was my first proper
3: performance-enhancing drug test. Can I just ask, you, I don't know this is not the point of the conversation, but for someone like me that has no hair, would I be able to be a drug cheat then? <laughs>
4: How do they give hair test? I think some athletes have uh, shaved off all their hair in all areas to make sure that they can't get tested. Um, but they might be able to get something off your mow there and, uh, oh, and yeah, test that hair there. So, that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think in the past there's been some footy players that have uh, shaved clean. Jeez, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they did a full blood test first. So got like three full vials of blood, which was quite a lot. Did uh, you faint? Well, I have before <laughs> keeping blood, but not this time, <laughs> thankfully. Um, they told me 20 minutes before training um, that they needed to do a, te- a test on me. And so, and they said, we had a three hour training session. So, if you didn't do it before training, I'd have to wait until three hours after training before I could do it. Uh, they just want you to, I don't know, rest and relax and get your body back to neutral i think after training but and i would have had to have stayed in their site for that whole time to make sure i don't do a runner so i certainly wasn't waiting until after training and having to sit in in the same room with the drug testers for three <laughs> hours um so i got the blood done real quick and it was nearly late to training actually i think I was a minute late but i got a free pass this this time fortunately because it's a it's a costly mistake if you're late to training is it really
3: yeah what are we talking
4: oh well, we get fined a fair bit it's uh yeah takes it takes of you. like Dollars. Or yeah, like dollars. A, a, a Genuine dollars. Overall. Not as much as I think the Chelsea fines list came out on social media a few weeks ago and it was something like two and a half grand per, per, oh. per 10 minutes late or something like that, but not quite that much for us, but it's a, it's a fair chunk. It's hefty. Where does the fine money go towards? Uh End of season events. Um, okay, so it's yeah. a donation, really. But it's, I'm not one to it's make most of. Tax deductible. Of, I'm not one to make most of end of season events. Seems like oh, they yeah, they drink the alcohol. <laughs> they drink so, there. there's so many milkshakes you can have. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, I got that done, and then I have to do a urine test. So uh, you have to pull up, you pull your pants down all the way to your knees, lift your shirt up while pissing into a, the cup. Um, all this what? while while trying not to get stage fright, as there was an old man who's the drug tester standing in front of you. Um, while you do it, making sure it's actually your own piss going into the cup and not oh, something else in, the, in a bag you've got under your shirt or something. Um, on top of this, you've got to get over 90 mils in the cup, which is actually a fair amount, especially after dehydrated after training, because I did mm. this after training. Um, so you're drinking plenty of water to try and make sure that happens. And there's plenty of pressure because if you don't get enough out in the first go, you can't just add to it later. You've actually got to wait until you have enough to go again and fill the 90, 90 mils plus again. <laughs> Are
1: you kidding.
3: As, I'd hate to be pessimistic with my view here, but have you definitely checked with other people that that's like standard practice? And you just <laughs> have a weird old man wanted to have a look at the snag. Definitely standard practice. <laughs> okay. uh, I
4: can confirm. Um, there was a few guys that had to go through some of those procedures on the day too. It wasn't just me, but maybe I think post injury they like to test people post being injured. So after my finger, maybe they, they make sure you didn't take any performance enhancing things to get you back on the field quicker. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, fair. Yeah, and right then
3: your right first game right. back, you got one seventy, so that probably spiked their interest as well. <laughs> not quite that many, but but yeah. So I rounded up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Make I'll bad. take it. I don't think that's how rounding works, but.
3: <laughs> no, very very fair. Um, and then, Skid, you actually had one story to tell from uh, that we were going to try and mention last week, but we actually got a couple of questions um, regarding sort of, I guess. Uh, people talking about cricket sledging and obviously we will put it in the Josh Daskim section earlier but we forgot uh, but it reminded us of uh, well we'll just see that song there it reminded us of John Stimson from the weekend of the spray that he delivered just how uh, strange some cricket sledging can get has <laughs> you've got to hear this story um, well I don't think Mitch was there but I'll, I'll tell the story because it was just hilarious so this kid's Coming Out to bat, there's uh Zander, who's a very good player. We got me and Mitch out actually, which doesn't make him a very good player, but yeah, no. um, just an equal, just interesting to throw in, in the left arm of the next bowler instead of young no, 15 or own, 16. Um, that was pretty good, yeah. Um, heck, that's closed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and he uh, he came out to bat, and uh, he's like just a neutrogram packet that's coming out of his pocket like a nitrogram bar. Yeah, right. bar gets covered out and just obviously the rubbish and it's just floating like on the wicket. And uh, we're sort of walking through, we're in a reasonable position obviously and we're trying to sort of make sure like, you know, make sure there's not a partnership. Let's keep our foot down, let's keep going. And so John... So he would bowled about 22 overs. He was very tired <laughs> and he walked past and said, mate, you dropped your nutrient wrapper there. And the kid was like, obviously in the zone, like, no, nah, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. I'm not, gonna, not, not engaging, not engaging. You know how you are when you're young. You're like, I'm not even going to look at them. Maybe they'll leave me alone. Um, and so Jordan, obviously, like, mate, your nutrient wrapper's on the ground. I'm talking to you yeah. <laughs> started to get really angry and the kids like turned around and gone what what and John said is that your piece of rubbish because it wasn't out here before you came out to bat. the back go, oh yeah yeah it is yeah sorry that is mine and John just goes oh so you want me to f- pick it up do you <laughs>
1: and just up he
4: doesn't get angry about many things I don't think um, he was
1: never. remotely angry I don't just think very he was angry at just acting. a great
3: <laughs> actor Right. And so, like, the poor kid's got, he's gone, like, literally next ball. John just, I thought he was done. He just kept building. Like, he just kept going. Like, there's a groundsman out here. He's slaving away 40 hours a week and he's going to come out and litter. He was started talking about climate change and the icebergs melting. It was ridiculous. Once the poor kid's are trying to bat, In the other kid turned around and goes, mate, I'm genuinely sorry. <laughs> I felt so sorry for him after the game. John had to go up and go, yeah, mate, I was just joking. We're just trying to get you out. It's like, geez, cricket's legend can be weird. It had nothing to do with his yeah, cricket playing he was just talking to funny. him about littering <laughs> and looking after the environment It gave him a proper hose a proper hose it was angry i've
4: heard plenty of things on the cricket field but probably not to that extent <laughs> <through> that,
3: <laughs> that topic well, make sure you don't litter has you never know it just opens yeah, the door yeah. doesn't it for uh, for some sledging that's for sure Um, boys, that is uh, actually essentially all that we have uh, time for this afternoon/slash this evening. I think wonderful episode. Uh, And obviously, Mitch, we've got some big news we've had with in terms of uh, the BBL SuperCoach, which does kick off tomorrow. Has will obviously playing in that. Is it the first game? Has of the tournament. First game on Tuesday. Yep. So who's that? Who are you playing? Brisbane Heat. You obviously play for, given the shirt you're wearing. This one uh, playing against the Sydney Thunder. Oh, fantastic. Hopefully the lights
4: don't go out at the Gabba this yeah, time. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that
3: saved you guys last time, didn't it? Or, it did, it did. Yeah, <laughs> okay, good. So maybe, hopefully it does, depending on the situation. Um, but no, very fair, has and uh, you haven't got us any tickets for that, so we won't be there, but maybe in future.
4: Looking after your career, making sure you go to club training. <laughs> oh, no. <running red> <laughs> I
3: <laughs> Thanks, but Appreciate it. Outstanding. Uh, now, Mitch, we obviously love when people um, email into us or, or when they communicate with us through any of our social media platforms. They've been great at that this week. Yeah. Um, and the, where they can email us at hello at wegotthechocolates.com.au if they have any ideas for us in terms of content for the show or people that they would like us to interview. Got a couple of good interviews coming up, in fact, in the next couple of days, which will be very, very exciting. Um, but Mitch, where else can people find
1: us? uh facebook instagram youtube sort of all the all the usual suspects i think mm, exactly. uh, we're fairly active on there so yeah leave us a comment or send us a message even better share some of our content would be handy absolutely like some sort of review on the apple podcast yeah maybe. if
3: you like it particularly yeah. Yeah,
1: um, that'd yeah. be great and using
3: apple or spotify wherever you choose to listen to your podcast go and get around us there now that lee's on the school
4: holidays from teaching he's uh, able to put out plenty of content the whole, for us on whole the whole the social social media. Media. i was
3: strong on socials today after I bought my flamingo shirt particularly. Uh, yes, yeah, tough day with the tools, but the <laughs> <my> flamingo shirt. <laughs> no, we'll continue to get content out, that's for sure, guys. Uh, we certainly love talking to you and we love talking about you as well. Uh, so any time that you can communicate with us, you give us more content, it is fantastic and we appreciate it a great deal. Uh, guys, best wishes for the rest of the week. Has mm-hmm. go well tomorrow? We look forward to uh, speaking to you after that with a little post-game interview. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I should also probably let people know that given that next week is Christmas, we probably will not do one of these particular episodes. We have got a few interviews coming out, but we'll have a little – give ourselves a week off, I would have thought, boys, we've earned that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Lazy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as well. You can be here on Monday night, mate. Yeah, <laughs> as I might get to
3: the Boxing Day test, and I'll work for us. Um, I'll work for us down there if you want. Sounds good to me. All right, fantastic. Okay, guys, thank you very much, uh, and we will speak to you again after Christmas. Have a enjoyable and safe Christmas slash Boxing Day period. Uh, go well. Thanks, guys. See ya.